Take a seat, take a laundry seat. Welcome everyone to the 66th episode in a row since I was in Mexico last year, but isn't it beautiful in Montreal for those who are on the East Coast and these 30 degrees Celsius? I really feel like in Cancun right now. Excellent. It's all up running. We are ready to lift up. Are we are going to lift up. Before we do, before we do, get into the art of the this amazing subject of agreement-based agility. This is my own contribution. So I bid you good day. Welcome to the Agile Lounge for Business Agility with myself, Alexandre Frederick Jolie, your coach AF. But AF stands for Agile with Fun. Let's have fun. Rumble and YouTube. Rumble. Kick it. Smash the like button to help me go above and beyond this algorithm of apparently intelligent artificial. So anyways, guys, I'm so happy to be here to help you awake and agilize everything. And you're, if you're watching on Rumble and YouTube right now, remember to subscribe and hit the bell. 75% of you among my 535 subscriber are... Actually, I should say, like, I've got about 500 subscribers, but only 75%, 75% of watchers every week are actually non-subscriber. Could you imagine that? And I received so many comments. I'm so happy to start interacting with you on both the Dairy Agile for the audio podcast, my uh, club of runner, of jogger, of spinner now, apparently. There's people doing spinning, listening to my... Uh, rambling about business agility and conscious leadership so welcome once again so the intro music was from one of my friends um in the mediterranean it's uh, it's the radio show tritonia i love them so much and uh that's why i'm pleased to always always uh, show the music of great creator Yes, so I'd like to uh, make a proposition today. Some of you know that I embark in a project. Yes, and as I'll call talking about project <laughs> to write a book. Actually, I did work a lot of manuscripts in the past, talking about everything, especially when I was in astrophysics. But now, I remember my, my mentor, he told me, like, oh, you should, like, you have such great ideas and stuff. And uh, so it's nice to build systems. It's nice to collectively building systems. I remember, like, uh, one of my favorite quotes from Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert, is... Uh, Reminding us that goals are for losers as systems are for winners. Because within a system, you could have uh, a refine of your purpose with specific goals. So welcome, amazing and beautiful people. Um, we're going to spend about 40 minutes because I'd like to talk to you about this uh, concept, this chapter in uh, my next level agile or next level agility, it's a project title for my book and my program. The program is going well. We, we tested it since last year. It's kind of, uh, especially the CASA, you could see maybe behind. It's coaching and consulting agility as a service and um, for business of any size. And a lot of people start when we, it's something that we describe very very well now after a year of practicing and refining it and um and also inspired by the the great work of uh daniel music over at the open leadership network uh and i'm in my path right now of receiving uh training uh, to be a better and a smarter uh, executive coach uh, not just about agile or agility but of course 
of course, the movement of Agile now is is, is going into um, a not filling, we hope, not filling way. And and by the way, for, for those who are uh, regular to uh, the Friday Live Agile and the Their Real Agile podcast, what I'm going to do today, what I will try to do today with you, uh, it's uh, try to propose an antidote to what we've been kind of pointing as uh, as a pain. So uh, I think... And, and I received a great email, great suggestions and stuff. And, and I said, probably there is, here is the time to talk about this concept um, that I would like to propose the community of consultant and business agility, especially. Uh, and those who would like, uh, or the team builder, even the OCM, OCM is organization change management or enterprise change management. Because again, uh, business agility with conscious leadership, it's all about the people first. And people first, it's include like your customer experience, uh, satisfying customer experience, and also everyone who serve those customers and those users. Um, that they should be also uh, in, in a safe environment, uh, in a learning environment, and, and everything and everything. So that's, that's why, like, and we've been, Daniel Mezik and I, Three podcasts solo. The, the roundtable we did at the last Scrum Beer in March, and now I we we continue to see on Medium.com a lot of blogs. Same on LinkedIn. Uh, there's a kind of a cold war right now. There is a kind of a awakening and constatation of this age of imposition in agile. And Martin Fowler, one of the co-signatory of the Manifesto, part of the 17 original guys, he was the first around 2006 to talk about it in a conference in Melbourne, I think. Music, correct me if I'm wrong. And then, of course, uh, Beadle, Music, Dave Thomas, and others start talking about the industrial, agile industrial complex. And SAFE came, and the guide came, again, it's, it's not Jeff Shutterland or Ken Schreiber, not even Michael Kabi or Mike Beadle. It was the people, especially the engineer, who took the fact that, oh, now Scrum have a guide, and so it should be prescriptive. So Scrum and part of Agile as perceived by the SAFE framework, it's now... The two pillar of this kind of imposition, we're going to impose you those framework instead of seeing it as a system that you could actually tailor it. So, okay, so it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, we did create the Dare Real Agile podcast to kind of calling out all of these violation of subjective perception, giving other perspective, trying to be into the real McCoy, real McCoy. It's the, 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 you know, the base foundation. Purists, maybe, why not? I don't even see it as an insult. I don't understand why so many people in this agile community are pointing finger at others like, oh, you're a purist. Why not? I remember Stéphane Leblanc, who has also passed away. Like, all my heroes uh, are dead. Uh, Beadle Leblanc. And Leblanc with the conscious leadership movement, when I told him once, oh, a lot of my colleagues, especially in Montreal, they judge me as purist scrum, purist uh, lean agile, and purist like business agility. And he says like, hey, well, we love it. And a lot of executives love it because they are mislead by people who try to please them, but the bad way. This is why the age of imposition is increasing. And it's all also about the money. Follow the money. I'm not talking about the money to pay your food and your gas with this inflation. No, no, no. Talking about profit, profit over people. So that big contradiction of the Agile movement. Huh? We are here for people, but we're going to screw you out with professional services, with imposition of framework. It doesn't work. It doesn't make people happy. It doesn't help your customer being more satisfied. It's a failure. But people see Agile as a mindset, as a culture, as a failure. 
Same start with DevOps. And Lean, don't even think about it. People laugh, people, and Scrum, 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 Scrum. So many perceptions, nothing about the objective reality. So, and the roundtable and my private discussion with some other coaches that were there, a lot of people are leaving the movement and create their own thing, such as the Open Leadership Network, the uh, International Center for Conscious Leadership. You see? Have you hear Agile there? Even myself, I was on the verge to destroy Agile Lounge. But we seem to be too successful on many metrics. So, anyways, today, with agreement-based agility, I think it's one of the key elements of the systems that I'm building right now, called, for now, Next Level Agile, Next Level Agility, but we'll see as we refine our thinking, as the purpose is more clear on the why and how we're going to propose the how-to and the what-to. And here is one. Really inspired with my learning experience and my participation in networking with the Open Leadership Network with these invitation-based change. And everything I read from uh, Mr. Owen, also from Open Space, um, make me think that to get out of the age of imposition, we need what Mizik and his team had created, the invitation-based change. And by the way, everything I'm talking about right now, I don't put any visuals. So for those of you who criticize me that, oh, you don't put visual, no, I want to have a conversation. I want to I want to be like in a radio show. This is more a podcast right now, okay? You Utilizing the YouTube and Rumble and LinkedIn live video chat. Why not? But that's going to be used and edit, edit in a sense of sound blasting for the Dare Real Agile podcast. I think it's episode 38. Sam, is that it? Like, anyways. So don't expect any show off here. So if you come down here, so no. Just expect like, and you... You will come uh, on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Rumble to chat, and uh, we'll interact. Uh, we'll do kind of a quick Q&A at the end, because I'd like to keep focus on, uh, on this very great proposition today. I think it's great. But it should be meaningful. And, I'll, and again, I remind you, it's, it's a kind of a draft mind map that I'm doing right now with my team and some collaborator for that chapter of that book of Next Level Agile, inspired by the movement of open space and training from the back door, being constructively disruptive to open mind and to have a real conversation and to make sure to engage people. So you have the invitation base with the open business agility over at Open Leadership, and I was saying like everything I'm talking to you now, especially for those on Rumble and YouTube again, you're gonna have the pinned comment with all the link for yourself to make your own search, to make your own homework and discover these things, make up your mind with it, maybe collectively create something from it, as long as you respect the partnership So agreement-based agility, it's something I have in mind, I will say for at least the last five years, minus two, when helping product owner, business owner, and their scrum master building teams. So the foundation is based from that famous Canva that you probably all saw of a team working agreement. So that's a great technique that is performed with great Scrum as you could configure everything. Uh, just to tell you a little bit, like, let me uh, at least. Huh? So you got everything. And of course, the uh, paternity is Scrum Inc. Scrum Inc. with Dan Lefebvre and, um, and Jeff Shatterland. So you get everything there. You could create your motto, a team motto, 
You have your team vision, your team mission. And when we say team here, again, it's no one size fit all. In the context of your organization, whether it's a startup, small, medium, or large business, a big corporation, whatever it is, it's, of course, the, the focal point is on delivery and also leadership more and more. But it's not about a structure. It's about a team. So the team could be anything into your organization, into your context. I have this in mind. That could be based on a feature within a platform. That could be the entire application if you're a startup. That could be a specific solution that you propose as a service. That could be any type of services. But you need a team. You need specialists. You need people with skills. And this helps you visualize what you need and have the clarity of authorization with roles and responsibilities. Actually, I will say responsibilities with skill people over the role. What will be the team matrix and the product, service, or solution matrix? that you'd like to evaluate yourself and the outcome to your customer. Strengths and skills that you need at a team level to produce it, to deliver this, whatever it is your team does. What are the gaps and growth opportunities of the team and also the individual interaction or the individual alone according to the skills and strength needed? How would you like to celebrate together and with your customer and with any outside stakeholders? Celebrating any type of win, celebrating failure by having a great set of improvement. How do we want to celebrate success together, outcome-driven? And yes, you have to be disciplined. You have to have the rule of the game, the rule of the game of your team, of your team collaborating maybe with another team within the organization or with the client team if you do great stuff that you, you put outside, you customize outside. What are the ceremony or event that you'd like? You decided. This is the base, is the foundation of what I'm right now proposing and working on on describing. It's always about description over prescription. We don't prescribe anything. We don't build the methodology. We propose an approach based on fundamental values and principle that will inform patterns. And here is one pattern that should be informed into my systems creation agreement-based agility. Because doing it for so many years, and by the way, that canvas could be also adapted to certain type of reality or culture. And do you know that it's from that canvases that the apparently Spotify model is born because they had created from this foundation-based working agreement, Canva, they had created the Spotify model for Spotify. And then some loser, at McKinsey, yes, you know I'm bold. You know I'm Coach AF. As fun and as fuck. Don't like it, go away. If you put a thumb down, tell me why in the comment below. I don't care, but I do care because I dare. I dare because I care. Poetry here. Anyways, guys. What I'm seeing right now, more and more, with experience in the trench, helping Scrum Master or any team lead or any people who works in change management, 
is when we propose that value of agreement, it starts with a team agreement. We see stronger team, better quality, and smarter way of working. We see also an increase in engagement, an increase in adoption, I had help Scrum Master gathering very high-level engineer that were telling us, like, <laughs> the great story. I'm going to do a clip of it. It's too amazing. The great story of music when a great architect tell him that Agile sucks and so do you. I had some of those kind of big brains in my team in my early age of a Scrum Master 20 years ago. I love to have a cafe in the in the downstairs shop of a building power. Having a walk in downtown, and especially in the old Montreal here, uh, the Battery Park in New York when I used to work in New York. It's it's great to take times with those who smoke, even if you don't smoke. Pay attention, listen. You gather a lot more information there than in any retrospective, let me tell you that. And when people open up to you, you realize one key thing in this world of work. A lot of people are dispersing themselves about how could I create more engagement? How could I create more motivation? And blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. But I realize the one key thing is the lack of agreement, is the lack of understanding. And let me remind you a little bit about this famous VUCA. Uh, the uh, dark side of the VUCA, the problem of the VUCA, it's volatility, uncertainty, complexity. And complexity here is for both technical, materialistic things and your mindset and the human behavior. And of course, ambiguity. Oh, you don't understand. It's so ambiguous. And my coach and I, we've been proposing for five years now, the VUCA Pro, VUCA Plus. Get a fracking vision. Clear. Understandable. Understand it with your team and with your people. You, the you for uncertainty understanding you are below the floor you stand under you understand it's your foundation hello see communication could we talk leave it alone could we have a conversation could we communicate for real with meaningful things Mm -hmm. and and the C I love to talk about this great importance of creativity let people create let people do why you hire them for self-sufficiency the agile movement whether you are still stuck into the software development or IT process or you embrace business agility to make this openness of, of way of doing these things and all across the organization in any way, shape, or form, inspire yourself of psychology, especially psychology of coaching and the change management, great work, great stuff that they do. As an agile coach, especially an enterprise agile coach, be a lie, be an ally of the director of enterprise change management or organization change management, especially on the human behavior, the human factor. Bridge everyone together. That's your role as an agile coach. But you need to agree the, the rule of the game. If you don't have rule to agree on, if you don't agree to play the game, how do you want to adapt this mindset of agility or the culture of DevOps 
and to your organization and how not to complain after that agile and scrum has failed you no it's not what failed you is the fact that you concentrated your effort into the process and structure more than utilizing very simple right to the point fracking structure that it's there that you could adapt adapt and create but for me agreement based agility it's the remedy of agile age of imposition of imposing agility And maybe at some point, it should just be agreement-based. Because maybe as a consultant, putting the hat of a consultant over a coach, and over a coach with the adjective agile, I might walk into an organization having a pilot team, and they will tell us, well, we don't need to really adapt that kind of values or mindset it's great but we don't need it because we already agree on that customer collaboration is already there over the contract negotiation for instance we already do responding to change of what our customer are telling us over following a plan we don't have plan we have orders we have a pipeline and we have a list of acceptance criteria so here you go. I met so many clients and professionals that they are doing common sense. So this is how you discover that agile in the world of work, agile from software development all the way up to business agility in terms of creating a a safer, happier, focus-based, excuse me, outcome-based organization. It's a natural way of things in an ever-fast market or movement. Because the, 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 the dark VUCA, the volatility, the uncertainty of the financial market, or even the, what's going on with pandemic, wars, terrorism, everything, it won't go away. I love John Lennon. Imagine all the people living together. You may say, I'm a dreamer. Yes, I dream of it. I aim for it. But in reality, there's other people with other perspectives that will disagree with you. And this is where you have to make choice. Sometimes difficult choice for yourself, for your team, for your organization, and all the impact it does. So that's why I strongly believe that proposing an agreement-based agility will start, not solve everything, but it will start if we do it collectively, if we do it with respect, building trust. If we explain well, clearly, having a clarity, there's a lot of components, it's clarity, invitation, understanding not only the context of the culture, but also the dynamic of the people that will work together. When you have this, you bring them into an agreement. And then you continue the agreement with putting some rules and boundaries. And they will try it. They will modify it. So you see, and, and just go out a little bit. Just just go out of your comfort zone. Just spend a great afternoon on your iPad or whatever device you have 
and go read all of these complaints against Agile and Scrum, especially. Now, I know DevOps start having these things too. So, hmm. and you could also separate uh, those who, whatchamacallit, those who think um, they're just making fun of it or they just try to destroy it to destroy it because they don't even like have any experience in it. So that's part of the thing that you have to separate from those who are meaningfully experienced in it. They've been burned. They hurt. And hurt people hurt people. You see on LinkedIn and Twitter, sometimes uh, these people are, are, are doing that. Even myself, I admit it. I admit it. Sometimes I, I just jump, uh, you know, my crow of a lion right into your neck because I found it completely useless or stupid or junior. Could we move on 20 years later? But here's the thing put it at a team level. Uh, this is social network having opinion and says about all the concept. Okay. What about about the team level? We have a clear mission, a clear goal of selling ice cream. And all of a sudden, they hire someone who, who used to build uh, great beer. Okay. And you start proposing <laughs> to have a ice cream beer. Hmm. Maybe not. But nobody's agree, not even like it's not part of the mission of the enterprise, it's not this and that. But that people insist and she will impose her ways and create a product management office. Product, I said. To develop that idea, she will request found fight. And all of a sudden, she will be convinced by someone else in the organization to, let's buy safe. Yes, let's buy safe and we'll create you an LPM. And within that LPM, You'll be able to get funding and convince the executive to give you some money to develop that ice cream beer that nobody wants to work for. Not even the owner that is playing golf somewhere in Panama. They open an ice cream shop. They do ice cream. Ice cream cake, ice cream pizza. Yes, why not? But they don't want to be imposed putting beer and alcohol because it's more a family type of business. It's more like a joyful type of business. When you're on the ice cream, you could see that truck going on with a clown selling you a nice ice cream corn. Strawberry. Mm. Beer cycle. So you waste your time, you waste your money, and you don't have engagement of anyone to do this. Because you will have to change your infrastructure. You will have to separate the uh, malaxer for the alcohol beside the malaxer with the sugar and stuff. And funny enough, yes, in alcohol there's sugars, but you see what I mean. I mean, if you do a batch of ice cream beer, you need a total infrastructure. So what I'm telling you here, it's a funny story. But it's, it's part of, because agreement happens at every level. It starts with the creation of an idea. It starts with the creation of, a, you know, creating a brand, creating a product. And I'm using the ice cream now because it's so hot in Montreal and it's Friday the 13th. And I just like, it came up to my mind. Do not name any client who are doing what I explained you in the process. And it became imposed. It started with this marketing product, this product development. And we talked about the strengths and skills. That person might be an high potential someone with high skills. But what you see, what you see is this, right? It's uh it's the fact that she, that person maybe doesn't have the mean to to be financed 
by herself. She could not be a startup. She couldn't be an entrepreneur. So sometimes they try to do it internally and they think they will disrupt the market. They think that agile is there for that because they heard a story of Uber and Airbnb that disrupt the market. So they think that having an ice cream beer into a whole fashion family business, helping children having fun with ice cream and popsicle will be the greatest idea to disrupt the market. You will disrupt the organization. You will create disengagement, even at your design and strategic team. You will end VUCA because in your research, you discover that you don't have any foundation to do this ice cream beer into all the factory that they have for this ice cream and ice cream sandwich and popsicle. Even if you try to convert something and you don't even have the buy-in to get financement for that, even if you took it. So you see, agreement base, it's also about transforming a business. You need a greater purpose than coming in to change for change. Is there's a market for ice cream beer? I don't know. You could do a floater if you like. A float. Float or a floater. Tell me American people because you know, Canadian English and American English is not the same with the expression of a floater. Um, there, there's buddies and there's other things. But anyways, uh, you know, the, the, the float, I think we call it. It's um, a ball of ice cream into your soft drink. It's great. And uh, we did try it with beer. And it's not very, very delightful. So, you see, agreement with the market. Then agreement with the product design. Then agreement with the financing. And then agreement with all the team that will contribute to the resolution, production, and delivery of your ice cream beer. And speaking of beer and this beautiful Friday, hot Friday, I would like to remind you that in the month, we are going to gather together at the Crew Collective at 360 Saint-Jacques in Old Montreal. My own Scrum Beer number 17. Could you imagine since November 2018? And I'm so glad we'll be in person. Already sixth place out of the 20 booked. You have to book because uh, the crew is kind enough to sponsor the venue. Let me invite people with the other entrepreneur and uh, co-working members there. So Thursday, June the 16th, you need to be on my guest list to get in the private space of the cafe and the crew collective. You bring your own beer, you bring your own wine and booze, and you bring some kind of grenadine. We're going to have a base of, I'm going to purchase some wine. Uh, of private collection. Don't expect one that's from my network of private importers. I'm going to get a base of a couple of bottles of wines. Maybe if I could get sponsored by a small uh, brewery, a startup brewery, we'll be able to have that beer. And uh, the crew will make some popcorn with their great classical popcorn machine. So it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Six people already booked. Uh, it's going to be a total of 40 people, maybe. June 16, Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Rumble watchers and YouTube watchers, all the links are in the description to get your free tickets and give us some tips, if you'd like, to help us cover the fee of these uh, 12 bottles of private importation wine that we're going to have. So, And also the tips will uh, be uh, distributed to the crew collective staff that will help us clean after and everything. So they're kind enough to work on. So it's a rendezvous Thursday, June 16. Please RSVP and people on LinkedIn. If you go into my profile, you should see it. And uh, the uh, top uh, news feed and uh, you're more than welcome. And this message is for, of course, the people around Montreal or will be around Montreal at that time. And I can wait to, um, see you there 
for the first time in person in about three years, because for those of no who know me a little bit better, I had a pre, um, yeah, I lost my mom in the summer of 2019. So I kind of descaled and it's working and then uh, went to work uh, abroad. So I did some other scrum beer abroad, um, but nothing in Montreal. And then after that, I've been stuck in Mexico with the pandemic. I did a lot virtually. So here it is. It's the real, real first. Like last month, we had 10 people together and 30 people remote. It was an hybrid. But this time, I want to go old-fashioned scrum beer. And it's an agreement I have with my members. All right? So... So I'm so happy to start proposing this agreement base. I give you some hints that agreement could be inspired at the team level of those who deliver your goods. But for me, that chapter of next level agility, the agreement base will be at every level. From conceptual design. So, you know, a lot of people could say, oh, but finally, you're just replacing agreement. You just you use agreement to replace uh, a contract sign-off or a gating process or, or, or. Maybe, maybe you could see it like this. But for me, the power of words, the intention and the weight in the word. You could see VUCA. And for those who are in business for a while and they love geopolitics, they know it's volatility, uncertainty, complexity, blah, blah, blah. But again, you see, we add another perspective. We keep the same letter, but we we give more powerful word, constructive word. It's not necessarily positive or negative here, but it's something that proposes value, proposes something. So when we say invitation base, probably at the uh, Open Leadership Network, because they want to invite people to participate in it instead of imposing it. So first block, and I really like that. That's why I'm going to learn more about this. And as I'm a co-creator, as I'm a creator myself, and I would like to utilize my experience on the field, in my great conversation with great mind, with great high potential people again. There's a link here. Because when you're high potential people, you tend to want to create something. You're an entrepreneurial vibe. And uh, for me, it's not changing word. It's not like, you could see it like this. But see, the real intention here is to give power to that word. To agree. Could we agree on something? And I've seen it. The great Scrum Master who get along well and have already an agreement with their product owner or the business owner, depending on the scale of the business. You will assemble a team. They have an agreement on everything. You have to agree on everything. And you should also continuously agree. Being empirical and iterative gives you that opportunity of saying, like, no, no, no. Yeah, we, we put some rules, we put some, uh, a cycle, it's already a rule, it's a rule of a game. Be there on time, we're going to discuss this. It will invite you to be more meaningful. You have a clear agreement to not just like, oh, let's, let's agree and then we agree, but you don't see any intention, you don't see any attention to that. What I'm talking here, it's agreement base, which is everything that you do, it's based on agreement. It's not a getting process of approval. Because the agreement base might decide to put a rule of approval into your cycle. And the team will agree on it. And you don't need a fracking agile coach or someone from change management coming in and says like, oh, 
that's not agile. If you agreed on something, it's not agile. Yeah, but what about their context? It's people first, right? They want to be flexible. So maybe they will have a rule that might look classical project management, but it's not because it's within a system of agility mindset, of conscious leadership on the agreement base. At least they agreed on it until they realized that they have to change it. They have to change the rule of the game, creating another agreement. It's that simple. But I'm telling you, the outcome of this agreement base that I'm practicing and I'm testing sometimes are exactly related to the engagement of people working with you, not for you, but with you. You get a more high buy-in into your stuff by applying this agreement base. And ultimately, if we apply it to executive coaching, in a, this kind of agreement base, an invitation base, all combined together, you will get rid of this imposition. But you need a will to that. You just don't need to influence. You, you need to consult objectively the person who decide, who are the decision maker. It's top down and bottom up all at once. And we have to agree also on this. Huh? And and look around, look around. If you if you really pay attention, you have coaching agreement, you have a service agreement. It's already there, but it's not necessarily conscious. It's not really at this high potentiality. What I'm proposing, me, it's to put it very clear with the VUCA Pro, setting up a clear vision of this agreement base pattern. And really understand it in different layers of your organization or team and anything that you do. Because you decide of everything together. You agreed on everything. Agreement is decision. It's decision making. So anyways, on this beautiful Friday, I don't know if some people, because I see a couple of, uh, it's about 40 people right now watching all across the board. I don't see any questions on any chat. Am I wrong? I don't even know if I've got some likes. So let's go. Let's go around a little bit. Let's go around on Twitter. Do I have someone on Twitter that? Because I'm not even sure if uh, Melon Apps is giving me opportunities. Not nothing. Of course, my Twitter right now. I killed it. I passed from uh, 600 to 22 people, but I don't really care. It's just like I'm there to um, kind of creating a continuity. But really, mainly, I'm not even social network anymore. I'm just glad to record this uh, Dairy Agile podcast episode of the end of May. On this beautiful Friday, the 13th, episode 66 of the Friday Live Agile, uh, introducing you slowly but surely to this agreement-based agility. So please tell me in the comment below uh, your questions or your comment about this introduction of this chapter within my old system. And um, yeah, let me see on the YouTube here. We have something on Okay. So, all right then. So, I will call it a day. I will call it a week. So, see you next week. Maybe, maybe next week. Uh, I don't know. I might change if we could agree. Tell me in the comment if we agree to change the time. It might be earlier because I've got a kick-ass Friday. I don't know if it's because we have a long weekend after, but I got a lot of potential clients to meet, a lot of work to do also with my actual clients. So either it's going to be a pre-recorded premiere Friday Live Agile or check this away. Again, if you are on Rumble and YouTube, the best viewership experience, if you subscribe and hit the bell, you're going to be alert if it's 9 a.m. Eastern, 11 Eastern. But of course, on a Friday, I won't go later than 12 noon Eastern. Uh, so check it. Maybe I should keep going 
Huh? It's been 66 weeks. Let's keep grooving. With uh, I, love, I have a lot of subject anyways in the pipe, but uh, we might do it differently uh, for the next couple of weeks. And we might do it every two weeks uh, because to tell you the truth, uh, I, I, I prioritize my client. That's for sure. And uh, I will also uh, prioritize my own health and happiness. I'm going to do uh, sports. I need to lose weight. So, and uh, together with some friends on a Friday will be also important. So, we might slack down a little bit um, moving uh, onward into this summer. It's going to be the second summer we do this. So, uh, yeah, so expect maybe some change. And uh, I will also um, be having uh, more clips because a lot of people ask me to have like 15 minutes of these great hours. And especially uh, the two hours I did with the group, uh, I've seen some great opportunity of making 10 10 to 15 minutes kind of clips. So I'm going to do that. So expect to have it published on the YouTube and Rumble channel, especially, of course, because LinkedIn, it's kind of an event in their mind. So that's what they do on LinkedIn. Uh, so I hope you like it. So if you like it, of course, smash the like button. Tell me in the comment below if you thumbs down it. I'd like to improve, improve on everything. So on that, I wish you a beautiful weekend. And remember, you are a beautiful person. You are a powerful person, and you are free to do whatever you want it to be. To do whatever you want it to be. See? Think about it. And let's agree to disagree. Cheers. Happy weekend, guys.